Broadcasting from New York, New York. It's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. Real Housewives of OC finally gets a casting shakeup, but is it enough? Christy Olsen and I weigh in on hustler Erica Jane. Marina's new album, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land, provides unique commentary. Britney should be prepping for her big moment in front of a judge, and Megan rolls her neck on The View. That and more, starting now. Let the ranting begin. It is just me here on episode 180 of Grant's Rants. It's just me because it's my birthday weekend. I owe you a show and I wanted to react to a few different things. And I thought it was just just best with just me for this because um, it has to be a quick one. I, I don't have much time to edit this. That takes me so long. So that makes all the difference. It means having a show, not having a show. And I, I can't tell you how many people are enjoying the show still all this time in. The show, I think, is turning, what, six? Yeah, it's, it's going to turn six in August. So uh, I definitely want to be here for you to fill you in on different takes. I'm sure this is nothing you haven't already heard, but here's my point of view. Let's talk about OC. Um, this has been a long time coming. I almost think it's too soon. I know the show, it, it aired at the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to really give it a full calendar year to just rest. The show is in very bad shape. It's a shame. And it's the original, so they had an opportunity here to do something really big with the show. Perhaps something that can redirect future cities once they kind of reach the end. Uh, and as I believe this show has. But, you know, we I got the news questioning the timing on this. This news hit at like midnight on the East Coast, or 11 o'clock, 8 o'clock Pacific. What was the timing around this? What was that all about? I, I don't understand that. But OC, so Bronwyn, Kelly, Elizabeth are out, and we know this. Um, Heather Dubrow is in. We'll get to the, my thoughts on her in a moment, but my friend Leon, who has the show Everyone is Terrible, had Bronwyn on an almost an exclusive interview. I mean, this was raw. She said, I am not okay. Um, they had a, a real good chat about what it is to have an openly gay woman as a housewife and why that's a missed opportunity. Why, you know, by not having her there, that's something that they're losing because that's a, that's a new lifestyle that we haven't seen on housewives. And I, I don't understand personally why gay lifestyles are not featured really at all in reality TV. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know there's been shows. Yes, there was the Fire Island show, the Gay Bachelor show, the the the, the real L word. No, but I'm talking about like more like mainstream, like mixed in. Uh, it doesn't have to be an all gay show. It can just be, imagine that, <laughs> two women or two men on one of these shows. Um, I don't know what it is, why they won't do that. That would be you know, career defining for someone if they could figure that one out. Um, surprised no one's cashed in on that, especially someone who reads cards. Anyway, um, let's talk about Bronwyn a little bit more because, yes, she was devastated by this, but I think it's for the best for the show 
and probably for her in many different ways, at least for her family. I, I think the show really turns her family upside down, just from my point of view. Now, granted, I did not see the last season of OC, except for the reunions, which was enough for me. She's got a lot going on. Um, Andy Cohen is, is using some excuse. What is he saying? That she is um, not in the healthiest spot. Or she wasn't in the healthiest spot. And I guess that's what happens with these women now. They're some someone is making this decision whether they're in a healthy spot or not. Dorinda is another example of this. Um, you know, the show needed to move on. I don't know if it was the best for her either. She seems like someone who has an addictive personality. This is my observation. Um, and is addicted to fame. And I think that, yeah, that does lead to maybe not a healthy position. And she's got a lot to work out. And there are just so many kids involved. You know, she's got so many kids. It's She's still with her husband. There's a lot that has to be worked out there. And maybe being on TV isn't the best choice. But let's talk about the show. The show itself, I think it was too much to ask. It For me, I, I would have totally just pulled the plug on the show, hit reset, and started from the beginning. Found a new circle of women to focus around and really invest in something new. And I think that's something they could have repeated with other cities once they kind of peter out. Because the general consensus, I don't know if you feel this way, but the general consensus of the people I've been talking to is that the peak of Housewives is in the past and it's very played out and stale. Um, I don't really take any joy in saying that, but... I don't really see much of a focus at the top of what they're trying to do with these shows, you know, and this would have been a big moment for them to really reset a show and try it out because what they were doing wasn't working. The ratings weren't great. Creatively, it was frustrating. And, you know, you had people on there who were there too long and people who shouldn't have been on there at all. And that's my take. So I think it is time to move on and start fresh, but they're not doing that. Instead, they're out with a few of the old, keeping the older, and bringing in Heather. And I don't mind Heather. I, I love the scene. You know I love that scene with her and Shannon. We're done. Please lead. I'm asking you to leave. But it was a huge moment in Housewives history with Terry in the background and all those album covers covered over with i don't know wax paper I, I don't know what they were doing with that i know it was some like rights issue clearance but so much for reality tv uh i love the fact that she is coming back because it's gonna get me to watch and i need an excuse to watch um i do think it'll be more of the same i i found her to be a little played out when she left we, we had we did the sh the parties, the champagne, you know, the cutesy conversation. I was okay with her exit, but when she left, she took a lot of the rich, like aspiration, the cachet of OC with her, and then Gina walked in. So, um, you know, we got to kind of balance the deck a little bit. And I'm not like money shaming Gina. I just this is not the right show for her. And you know, Bravo loves a, a young mom and she's a divorced mom and now the ex-husband made an appearance, so that bought her some time, but I just don't know if this is the show for her. Uh still not excited about that. Now, I say keep going. I think okay, so we excluded some of the olds, we're going to bring Heather in, but like I know there are other housewives that they've tapped that are friends or whatever, but uh, you know, I'm just going to say it. Tamara and Vicky should have some type of an appearance on this show. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. 
but I really think it should. And I know people are listening to me and like, um, no, Grant, no, we don't need Vicky. We're done with her. I'm not. I'm not done. I think she's owed a little bit of an appearance in some capacity, but I would understand if it's like an all or nothing deal. But mm, I don't know. I want to see more. I mean, so much has happened in Vicky's life in, that, in the last couple of years that hasn't been covered, mainly with like the moving. The last thing I'll say is Kelly Dodd made a nice statement. I mean, she credited the show with meeting her husband, Rick, who's also leaving Fox News. So they're starting completely fresh. I mean, I think they're like the best couple for each other. Like they're such each other's match, whether you love her or hate her. I mean, the two of them, like they'll go off into the sunset forever. But, you know, she had a good run on the show. She definitely brought the show down in many different ways. But even Bronwyn gave her some credit saying, like, she was the most interesting one. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a loss, but um, I'm hoping the show can redirect. There's a lot of people that are paid to produce the show, and I hope that they can figure it out and really make the right moves. And let's go in a new direction. I, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with Shannon. Does anyone know what they're going to do with her? Like, what is left? I, I just don't have even any interest anymore. So we shall see. Kelly is blaming Bronwyn. You know, there's this podcast that Leon did. It's it's created some fires here. And um, basically, Kelly is saying, like, you were an awful person. You said that we hated you because you were gay, and that wasn't it. It's because you're an awful person, and you're a lousy mother. That's what Kelly said. So um, I, think, I think both are very complicated people, to say the least. Um, and I, I'm not too upset with this choice. It is a missed opportunity, though, to see a different lifestyle play out, but I think she's got some work to do. Now we get to the Erica Jane's topic, the story, and joining me happens to be in town, Christy Ah! Olsen. We have to talk about it. Hello, Grant. Hello, the Grant's Rants audience. So great to be back here and so great to be talking about one of my favorite housewives and uh, to be one of the farthest fallen housewives very soon, Erica Jane. One of my least favorite housewives, but that's why we're talking about it. Um, My voice is a little sore compared to the rest of the podcast because we've had quite a weekend, but we had to talk about this story. Yes, to say the least. I do want to quickly acknowledge Grant's birthday. Fabulous, uh, what we're calling the rooftop tour here in NYC. And uh, you guys can all go check it out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot. And uh, not as much as Erica and the husband, though. Mm. Like, these two, I'm still convinced who's going to say it. Like, in my point of view, I think she's still guilty. I don't care for her. And this Housewife from the Hustler thing, it doesn't look good. I, th- I think I should rename it Two Hustlers by ABC News. <laughs> um, by ABC Scandalous Special Bad Producer Group, maybe? I was so unimpressed by that piece. It had nothing new. It had these washed-up housewives kind of repeating sound bites that Erica has said about how much she spends on glam and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't impressed by the special. And I think there is a chance that she didn't know until very recently exactly what was going on. I just don't think that she is evil enough to go, hey, Tom, how about that millions of dollars that was earmarked for people who have been through terrible things? I need that to pay Mikey Minden. So if you could transfer that over to EJ Global, I'd really appreciate it. Like, I just really don't see Erica being that kind of person. Now, see, I see the transfer to her LLC as very questionable. I'm like, oh, well, clearly the money came from somewhere. And where is it coming from? Why is it being put in that account? It's just, it looks like a movement of assets to me. It looks very questionable. And she benefited. 
So I, I'm looking at her. Well, that is true. Even if she didn't know what was going on legally, she is going to be responsible for this because her signature is on things and she did have a responsibility to know. That being said, she's pretty busy, you know, spending that money. Yeah. Well, now the bankruptcy lawyers dropped her. Two days later, they picked back up. I don't know. I'd love to talk to someone in, in the world of law to say, like, what does that mean? How is that common? What has to change? Because, like, they said, like, they're, like, I'm paraphrasing, but, like, their trust in her, like, didn't match their own or whatever. Like, they weren't a match. Now, all of a sudden, two days later, they're a match. Yeah, and I think there are a lot of things that can happen in client-attorney relationships, but it is seems rare for them to go back on it, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, that relationship can break down, and maybe there are things that they found out that she was hiding from them. And maybe it was more of a warning to her, like, hey, if you lose us, you're really, really screwed. We're going to drop you. Oh, you're going to play ball? All right. Come on back, EJ. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was it. I, I think she's true. I think she's slimy, and I... I I, I can see that happening. I can see her being too cool for school with it. And then, oh, we're gonna, like, they had to play a game with her. I don't know. I don't trust her. Andy had her interesting reaction, which I thought was, like, after he threw shade at the other former housewives. Uh, a viewer called on his radio show and said that she really can't watch the show anymore after seeing, like, Erica throw her money around. It's, it's just uncomfortable for her. And, you know, Andy made a big pivot, of course, and then proceeded to slam Dana and Danielle. But, like, that's, you know, that's a sample of your audience right there. And if they're turned off by that, and there are a lot of people in the way they painted the, the end of this documentary, which I barely got through. I watched it, like, four parts. It just had no interest. It was and, hard to watch. Yeah. And then in the end, it was like, well, um, she's showing off her lifestyle and she's still a real housewife of Beverly Hills. It just made it look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it made it look like she's still being rewarded despite all of these things that they laid out. But um, I mean, it, she- it's a slippery slope to take something away from someone when they haven't been convicted of a crime. True. Yet. Very you know what true. I mean? And that's something we're dealing with in this country on a whole grander scale that has nothing yes. to do with something as frivolous as the Real Housewives. Um, but especially in this situation, you know, she hasn't been convicted of a crime yet. And I think mm-hmm. that woman who has such a hard time watching her spend her money, like, I hope her house is really, really clean. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. And I hope she's never been incorrectly and none of her children have ever been incorrectly accused of a crime. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. get off your high horse for a sec and tune into the housewives because it's been you know okay this season yeah i mean he and he did say he doesn't think that it will affect her future on the show i mean she's not the first to commit something i i mean you know i'm an equal opportunity hater i just like all the real housewives of beverly hills including erica so i i don't care what becomes of this it's not like my fave is going to jail what am i gonna do i don't care so do we think it probably spells the end for her music career though hmm just because of all this, like, oh, if that's question. where the money was coming from and, you know, which I I hate to say that. I really enjoy her music. You and I have gone and seen her live in a fabulous evening that was very memorable. Yes. Um, but, you know, that's the one thing that even if she continues to live her life and has some kind of a, re- a redemption story, I don't know that it's expensive to be me is ever going to resonate again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she'd have to have a very niche core fan group who will forgive her for like that or not give her the side eye for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look good in my opinion. That documentary, though, it. I don't know why these things have to go so long. It was like an hour and 17 minutes. Why? 
You know, it's unnecessary. They had so many shots of his Wilshire office, Girardi and Keese. They mm-hmm. they were shooting through the windows. They You saw, like, the driveway. And they kept using the same footage over and over. Then they proceeded not once but twice to, like, watch clips of her on the show. And they got, like, reactions. And it was a little extra. Like, that stuff that could have been cut on the on the floor. But I did appreciate the use of the victims. Yes, that's what we needed to see. That's Mm -hmm. what it should have been. A hard news documentary talking to the victims. What was the real impact of Tom's actions? And it could have been 40 minutes. It could have been 35. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With commercials, make it an hour. And there you go. It was an hour of TV time. Mm -hmm. Um, Give that time to those victims, not Dana and Danielle. Right. Yeah. And like the numerous clips of Erica. And of course, they kept taking that one clip where she was like, being rich, uh, being poor sucks, being rich is better. And they, of course, like she was laughing. That was a joke. And this is in defense of Erica. But the way they cut it, it it just made her look so slimy and gross Mm -hmm. and so privileged. But we know that that was like, you know, a producer-led question. And she just gave it to them. Yeah, all right, I'll tell you. Yeah, they probably said, Erica, what do you prefer, being rich or poor? And what what are you going to say? Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why I would expect more from someone like ABC News. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If E was cutting a special on what was going down, that's what it would be. I was very surprised that ABC was covering this. I I don't know why NBC Universal property didn't have anything about this, but this is now what you're going to start to see. You're going to start to see a lot of these documentaries being produced. I said this before on the podcast through these news divisions because they do very well. There's a lot of engagement. And now this, you know, Hulu is really making a name for themselves in the pop culture documentary game. So, I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised, but I I didn't need this, you know? And I think this kind of feeds into Erica's ego now where she's like this, like big enough star to have a special on ABC News. I'm surprised. I guess overall I'm surprised. And it was a little too soon. Like, let's see how this plays out a little bit. This is going to get even more interesting. That's true. They were showing legal paperwork and like, but yeah, there's so much to still come of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know... They're claiming that the whole whole entire divorce was a sham, which, if that's true, is a whole nother bunch of charges and and fraudulence on top of everything. And I heard he was trying to get out of the conservatorship, allegedly. So you don't get out of those, free Britney. So we know what that's all about. No, and that was what was protecting him. You know, his brother put that in place to stop him from making it any worse. Right. It's a mess, but this this is our two cents. Erica, you gotta sit down. I'm not I'm I'm not interested anymore. And I and Bravo, I see what you're doing. While I've only seen bits and pieces of the Housewives, they're stringing this along. Mm-hmm. The, and they end it's every episode they where they it's make it they look. Have. Yeah, they end every episode where they make it look like this is Erica is gonna have to answer to her crimes, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna be tricked. I know how it works. I'm sick of it. I don't care. Let me know how it turns out. But I actually will be following this a little bit because how can you not? It's such a messy case. Oh yeah, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. I'll be watching. Sounds good. Thanks, Christy. Yay, this was so fun. Thanks, everybody. You're listening to Grant's Rants. Subscribe and spread the word. There are a lot more rants to come. Listen anytime on all major podcasting platforms. And now, back to the show. And I'm back on the podcast. Again, it's just me chatting away and wanted to get this episode out to you. So many have asked for my point of view on things. And um, I just I just love that you guys still check out the show. I mean, it means so much to me. And, you know, I just like to have my voice out there in the space. Um, I recently took a trip for the first time. Now, I've 
literally been in isolation for like 18 months with the middle the move and it's been a really like for everybody but it hasn't been great but new york is working out for me and still slowly but surely making friends here and figuring this out but i mean i've had like everything you know against like the current here it's I will say, and it pains me to admit, but I do feel like my life is more complicated here than it was in LA, which was a big part of why I wanted to move because it was so difficult towards the end. Um, but you know, you grow and you adapt and you figure it out. And you know, I've had to do a lot on my own, so more of the same. But Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, she invited me for one night um, to a place in fire island or on fire island i don't know and i have never been there now some of you may remember for after buzz i covered that reality show fire island and like when i look back like i had no idea what it was about and i still did it until i arrived i went with a total open mind and yes you can really choose your own adventure there and um i went because it's my birthday weekend and i just like i needed to get out and i'll 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 take any invitation at this point just to get away from the computer and work. I've taken no time off. I don't even remember the last time I went on a vacation. So I'm kind of in a place of yes right now, and I am. And I, I'm starting to, and I don't know if you feel this way, but like I'm starting to spend money again. And I'm not used to it. I'm not used to dropping all this money. I did a, a lot of it when I moved, but primarily like we've all been kind of stuck in and now with traveling and getting back on the road life buying clothes you know it's just like a whole thing again and i'm just not used to having this money going out the door but we gotta live so that was it after uh 18 months of being in isolation basically it was a real quick 24-hour trip and you know i am not afraid to put myself out there i have to meet people I have to meet people, and yes, Fire Islands may be one of the worst places to do that, but I did, and I enjoyed my time there, and you know, I plan to be back to meet more and take in all the sights. There's a lot to see. So let's transition real quick. I'm in the middle of listening to this Marina from Marina and the Diamonds, this album, Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land, and I just kind of listened to it by mistake, but I will say the lyrics are pretty woke. There's a lot of commentary on America and control and government, and um, she even shouts out the the owner of the Beverly Hills Hotel who, under his rule or his time in power uh slaughtered many gay men and uh i don't know how she managed to work all this into pop music but my hat is off to her she's not singing about being heartbroken by a guy or being lonely in the club she's talking about real stuff and you know i give her a lot of credit for it and it's still pretty good music so it just stood out to me as something that like i was like wow like someone's really using their platform for something and it's not preachy it's just very like in the moment and it's not talking about like fashion or anything like like, kardashians it's talking about like what people are really talking about and i give her credit for that so yeah and you can you can dance to it too so it's not like you know like ballads about like you know, I don't know, like the war in Iraq. I don't know why. I don't know why I went there. Um, I want to transition while we're talking artists and talk about Britney. This is very important. June twenty third, 
her conservatorship hearing is happening. Now, yes, there have been many hearings, but this one she's actually going to appear at. And uh, it's a big day. This is the first time that she can speak to a judge about her experience with this. Now, remember, there are two conservatorships, conservatorship of person and conservatorship of her estate. So one, the estate is money and person is like May I go on a vacation, please? May I buy a new cell phone, please? And this woman is like in her late 30s. May I see my kids, please? And um, it's heartbreaking and still still pisses me off. This has been going on for years. I don't even want to get too upset about it because I get like really pissed because it's just such an injustice in my point of view. But um, there was a petition out there to end the conservatorship and it caught a lot of people's attention including my own and that now has been debunked um apparently no one neither herself nor her team uh filed it so i don't know what the deal is with that but it didn't go through because it needed a 90 dollar dollar amount attached to it so i mean please i'll give them the 90 dollars myself lawyers on every side of this case are using britney's money as they're like, that's what they're being paid by. So no one is financially motivated to figure this out because they're all getting paid through her. So it's a total crime in my point of view, no matter how I look at it, it's there's there's no, this is not legit in my eyes. So she'll be appearing remotely and she dyed her hair a light pink like over a month ago. And dear God, can I hope somebody can fix the hair so she can appear as professional as possible. Somebody pick out, I don't even know if she, if it matters what she has on the bottom, but if she can just be in like a blazer or a nice, just plain dress, like black, we don't need to see the boobs, just please, just like let's have her like from the neck up, chest up, let's have it together, please. Maybe a nice like pearl necklace, like this she needs to be as together as possible for this and so i'm hoping like maybe her mother her sister anybody can go over there with just like clairol i don't know is that what they still use i don't know fix the hair up maybe a little foundation lighting is important please someone figure that out don't put her in front of a window and um, let's sort this out. Let's go with this because I'm, I'm ready. Now, there's going to be a feed of this at the courthouse, including like a spillover room where people can go. They can't video anything, but they can record audio. I mean, who makes this stuff up? I mean, what's the difference? You know that image is going to get out there. Someone's rolling on this. And if not someone like me, I mean, I'm not going to be there, but so if, if not a fan, then TMZ will get this no matter what. So the issue um, is removing her father, Jamie. That's what the, the, we're still at. It's not even about ending the conservatorship. They feel like that's something that could be done, done down the road. And that's what I feel, too. I feel like that's something like to put on the back burner. But like one step at a time, how do we get rid of this guy, her father, who she just doesn't, she's said she doesn't feel safe around him. The retrograde ends, this Mercury in retrograde has to go. So I'm glad that it's happening on the 23rd because by then the worst will be over. So let's hope for good communication, uh, you know, fixing of the hair. And um, hopefully Brittany is, is working on this. She's rehearsing or at least maybe making notes uh, that she can refer to, but this is a big moment, and um, I really want this to work out for her. So I, I need to see happy ending. This could be my birthday gift, please. Um, at least 
to move up, move forward. She doesn't know when she's going to perform again, if at all. And, um, that's okay. I, I she doesn't owe me anything. So I'm going to wrap this episode out just because the view, I, I need to talk about this. Are you watching this? At least the clips, Megan McCain is next level disrespectful at this point. She is just, I don't know if the contract is going to run out like in August when they go on vacation, you know, when the season ends, I, I don't know what the deal is, but, um, she's like next level checked out slash angry. There's a, a real lousy energy to the show. She was even fighting with Whoopi going back and forth. Like, she had her finger up at one point, not her middle finger, but like it was just odd. And, you know, literally rolling her neck, rolling her eyes. Like it's just disrespectful. And it's just bratty. And she's a mother and she's too old to act like that. That's like, that's like middle school crap when you like give your teacher an attitude. Like it's not a good look on a show that's produced under the ABC News umbrella. Don't even get me started with that, please. But I guess it's good for engagement because Megan is trending. If not, The View is trending. If not, Today Whoopi was trending. So if all anyone cares about is engagement, then there you go. But um, I think the show is exhaustingly angry in tone. Like the tone is not... It's not fun. It's not a debate. It's just like like very exhausting. I don't know what else to say other than she's just not. It's not working. She's in the wrong show. Now, for for people who like love the the theater of it all and they love the arguing, like I'm sure they like love to see what she's gonna say next. But she can't be happy in that job. She cannot be happy because she they don't even debate. They they have such measured time and they have to stick to a script. It seems so. I don't see how she could be happy on that show, but she claims she's the only conservative woman in mainstream media, so I don't necessarily see her hanging that up and giving that up, but she can't be happy in that role, so I don't know what else to say. So it's The feeling is different when she's not there, and it's easier to watch, but it's still The View. Uh, I, I can't believe the show is still on, and I, you know what I can't believe? I thought it actually was over, but it's still on as The Talk the lowest rated show in daytime. And I, I just don't even know, like talk about like no presence that show. Like, I don't even know why they even bother to show up. Oh, and just for the hell of it. Um, I went through the reviews and I wanted to say thank you for all the recent reviews. Almost all of them were overwhelmingly positive And thank you. I, I do try to just say it like it is. Um, and you know, for those who give like one stars because of an ad that's loud, like, I have nothing to do with the ads. That's part of the agreement that I have with my distributor here. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, if you're listening, it's going to be, it's a free show. So it's got to be worth more than one star, but that's on you, whatever. Um, but I, I'm grateful for all the reviews. Now, one person said, just grant like anyone. And that's a really good question. I've actually given this some thought because I don't want to become too negative. Now, I do give, I give points and take them away from people all the time. But I force myself to sit down and write down 10 names of people that I liked, and here they are. Of course, Brittany, number one, Lindsay Lohan, number two. We'll throw in Dina for a two and a half. Wendy Williams, Candy Burris, um, Joy Behar, Michelle Collins, Lana Del Rey, Cher, uh, Sarah Haynes, 
Paris Hilton. So there are 10 that just came to the top of my head. So yes, there are some people that I like, and then there's a, a whole list of people who need improvement. And that's what you're going to get here on the podcast. I love you guys for listening. I'll be back with more rants. This has been Grant's Rants. Follow Grant on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grant's Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Ardzen. The Grant Michael Collection.